Hello and welcome to Prussia Life. I'm Nicholas. This is Joe. Hello. Uh, we are actually in a completely different studio, a uh, completely different building altogether. You yes. can maybe kind of tell by how empty these shelves are. <laughs> Uh, the department where I'm working, content, and also the whole support is moving, I mean, has moved to this building. It's right next to the HQ. Uh, that's because the team is expanding, right? Yes, because we uh, we needed more space for manufacturing to you know, be, be faster in delivering everything. And we managed to get more space. So here we are. And I think this is the actually the first thing which is made in this studio, right? Yeah, this is the first thing we're shooting here. Uh, just, you know, on the side from it, it's still a little bit messy because we're still moving in. Here yeah. we try to make it a little bit uh, free. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really nice because the this room is much bigger and we also have uh, another room for uh, taking photos for the manuals and a room for time lapses. So I'm looking forward to show you more of this room. Uh, we're hoping to build a whole another set from some funny parts. So stay yeah. tuned for that. Yes, but the AC is not working yet. So yeah, we have so the windows open. So sorry if we are sweating a little bit. Audio is good, right? I was hoping uh, someone would say thank you. Thank you, Tiger Tales. Uh, yeah, the, that's the nice thing about this new room is that the audio is really nice. Even without doing anything to the room, we put some foaming and we have two shotguns at us. There's carpet on the floor, which helps. And as we build up the studio, it will probably get even better. So that's, awesome. that's very nice. Okay, should we start with our picks from printables? I think so. Well, should I start? Okay. Yeah, you go first. Uh, yeah. Uh, you might have seen this featured uh, uh, on the homepage of Printables. I know I was playing uh, Mario on uh, Game Boy when I was smaller, so this was an immediate uh, hit for me. Uh, it's a little stand for uh, you know some uh, pants. Uh, there's also now I think a different stand if you want to turn it into a planter and put Ooh. a little plant in it, which is uh, really cool. I actually can do a little screen share. Uh, yeah, so this is by Wiki, Wiki 3D Prints, uh, and yeah, if you go to the homepage, uh, it is still featured, so you will fi find it right here. Okay, Joe, what do you have? And my print, because I'm about to move, is very practical. This is a tissue, tissue box cover by Harms 3D, and, and I love it. That's like a stone, stony yeah. effect. It's one of those simple, simple prints which have very big effect and they are very nice and easy to print. Did you print it with the new Alpha firmware with the shaper? Yes, of course. I did mine, mine as well. <laughs> the the usual. Let's just pump the speed. We'll get to that very, very, very soon. So that model. I mean, you already called it out, but. I think I can get to it. Yes, quickly. It's it was also just recently featured as by uh, Harms 3D. Uh, you can actually find the models featured in the past just by clicking these arrows. They are chronologically ordered, so it's kind of easy to to get back to it. Okay. So that's our pick, and I guess we can go straight into the news. Yes. 
I guess we should start with the input shaper, because at least it's the, the thing that I'm very excited about. I yes. think you are as well. So so we have the alpha input shaping firmware for Mac for out, which is awesome. Uh, but it is not just the input shaping, it is completely rewritten. There is new precise, uh, precise stepping and also pressure advance. And uh, it took us some time and we we, yeah. we 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 had a breakthrough how to fit everything into one firmware quite late in the Mark IV and Excel development. And all these three are needed, right? To like they work together. Yes. It's yes. not just enabling input shaper, it's all these three. Yeah. And so far what I've seen in the community. It is very nice. Yeah, I love seeing oh has anyone in the chat? Is Anyone already using it? What's your experience? Uh, but yeah, I, my, my, my pick from Printables was printed with it. Everything I know print with it is with this alpha firmware. Uh, make sure if you download the firmware that you also download uh, Prusa Slicer 2.6, one of the betas. Uh, there's the built-in profile. It's a, like a whole separate printer. Yes. So you go into Configuration Manager and you select Mark IV Input Shaper Alpha. And there are just there's just one Profile, oh, there are actually two profiles, only PLA and PEGI profiles for now. Yeah. We will add more as, as time goes on. Yeah, I think it will be pretty quick. Yeah, and the firmware is far from perfect, uh, but we didn't want to hold it off any longer. There are several bugs which we know about. There's uh, some looping happening sometimes on the printer boots. You can get out of it just by resetting the power. And yeah, a couple more. None like huge issues. It's there, but it, yeah. it would be a shame to delay the alpha because of these things. So just be aware that the it's alpha. There, yeah. there are bugs. But, but from my experience, I've been you know running free uh, alpha firmwares basically before the Marfa release, and I didn't have any yeah. big hiccups. So do not worry to try it out. <laughs> Everyone in the chat seems to be quite happy with it as well, so that's awesome. That's true. Yeah, saving four hours on a four hour, 20 minute prints is definitely nice. Uh, also, I think maybe it's just me, but it's the printer is a bit quieter now. Like it seems a bit more relaxed with, with the new stepping and the input shaper. I, I would say the, the, the printer seems calmer. Yeah. But as uh, as the firmware is now bundling the steps into you know little blocks, five steps delay, five steps, uh, and it is putting equal time between the steps. The 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 stepper drivers have much easier time uh, to doing the micro stepping. Yeah, the they need to make like a nice infographics for it. I, 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 you've explained it to me several times, so I'm not sure if everyone got that, but the way I understand it is before, for I guess optimization purposes or some old hardware reasons, uh, it would pack the steps, the instructions for the motor into like five, uh, you know, and then it would send it to the driver, to the, to the uh, separate yeah. driver. And it would do the five and then it would wait quite a long time and then it would get another batch of five. But now we've changed it, so it's like one, 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 yeah. one. Um, 
it is not exactly five. It, it, yeah, yeah, okay. It, it was bundling it, some. It, it depends, but now you know, with more resources, we can do like really equal stepping, and it seems to be working much better. Okay, awesome. And yeah, so related to that is Prusa Slicer uh, 2.6, which we kind of started talking about. So I guess let's uh, let's move into that. The beta three is out. Uh, it was just uh, just released recently. Uh, as always, you will find it on GitHub. Uh, there are the full full release notes, but even from beta three to beta two to first beta, there are some. Uh, Nice little things which uh, might be lost uh, in the like just with how much <laughs> stuff is changing because there's just a lot that's always changing. Uh, we think this might be the last beta, uh, the the next beta might be the last one. The beta four will probably come out quite soon, and after that it, we will hopefully move into a release candidate. So getting yes. closer to yes. stable build. Yes, I mean we. Uh... We've been adding so much stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we could just say a couple months ago, hey, this is uh, feature complete. But, yeah, you know, but we, we don't want to keep the stuff just for ourselves. It's, if it's a small thing, I guess yeah. it makes uh, sense uh, to just try to include it before waiting for the next uh, dev cycle. Yes. But I think now we actually, the devs did make the line and there are some things which we will keep for 2.61. So like a minor release, at least that's the plan, I think anyway. Yeah, I know of uh, I know a few things which, <laughs> which will not make it to 2.6. Because we would never release it if we kept adding things. Uh, the beta keeps the settings in a separate folder, so just like with the alpha, if you're using a stable version, you can keep using that, this will not mess with it. Uh, and I think if you open the beta, it will ask you to if you want to import the alpha settings, but they are all separate, so you can technically have an alpha, beta, and a stable version each having completely different profiles, they do not affect each other. But yeah, some, some small things, like you can now choose to zoom to a mouse cursor, which... That one is handy. Depending on what application you're used to, this might be like, yes, finally, you might not care about it, but if the, for example, CAD software of your choice does it, and then Prusa Slicer doesn't, <laughs> uh, it might be a bit frustrating, so you can now turn, turn that on. Yeah, I... I... I love it, especially on the on the trackpad. So you can zoom yeah, zoom where you want to be, and you don't have to, you know. That's right. Use the double click and hold to move it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, another thing that is also kind of related back to input shaper is the slowing on overhangs. Uh, you were playing with the bench G code, right? I think that's that's yeah. how you kind of stumbled on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it it has been there. But when I was optimizing the, the bench G codes for, for the demos, uh, I really wish that it would not be just the external perimeter. So uh, I talked with the Slicer team and now it uh, propagates back into the model and it really Im improves uh, the printing of, uh, printing of overhangs. So that is there too. Balu is saying as a joke that he's gonna switch to an acubic slicer because it's so much better. <laughs> since, since 2016. <laughs> an acubic slicer research. Yeah, this is a bit sad to to, to see. 
let's move on. <laughs> okay, uh, there, so yeah, so the slowing on overhangs, that's now much smarter. It's basically predicting how it's gonna curl up and it's gonna slow down in these areas, which is awesome. And it's also slowing down, not just the external, but the internal parameters. The export to STL or OBJ, heavily requested that it works with uh, negative volumes. So that's now implemented. So if you, for example, use the text tool as a negative volume, you can then export the model from Prussian Slicer and it will actually have the text subtra subtracted, uh, embossed. So that's nice. Uh, and yeah, and then there's some things which are like small, but huge, like maybe speedups almost as big sometimes as the input shaper. And that's the better ensure vertical wall thickness. Uh, I think I have a, I have a picture for that. Oh yeah, this is exactly it. So before, you know, if the, if the wall was too thin, uh, Prusa Slicer would ensure that it's thick enough, which is good, so that there are no holes. But it did the like wiggly line zigzag pattern and it could take a really long time. So now it changes this into like arachne variable perimeters lines outlines, which is just so much faster. Yes, and that is also uh, so much uh, so much better for uh, if this happens on overhangs because uh you know when you are doing yeah zigzag it is pulling the the overhang back but uh, with this new implementation it just follows the yeah. follows the perimeters it's true you could see the plastic going like up and down up and down up yes. and down yeah. as it was dragging it which was uh definitely not ideal and the and the other thing is the the anchoring of infill so before it kind of looked up what's above it and it did the footprint for that but it mostly ignored the infill or like it did anchor to it but only a little bit so now it extends the line to the next uh infill line yeah yeah but i i mean the picture says it all yeah and it's one of those things you uh once we implemented it it's like Oh, it, sh it should have been this. Uh, it should have been like this since the very beginning of 3D printing. Yeah. Because it makes just so much more sense. It does. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's way better. So yeah, these are just some of the things from Prusa Slicer. Feel free to try the, the beta. It's really stable. We've been using it for a long time. So yeah, looking forward to, to get it out. Next beta, then the release candidates. We're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, and yeah, you're okay. That's an actually nice transition when you talked about <laughs> it should it should have always been there. It's it's fifteenth birthday of RepRap of of the first reproduction of a RepRap printer. Yeah, it is so amazing. Do you, fifteen years, man. Do you remember the? Like you started with Mendel, right? Yes, it was yeah. the, so it was already yeah. Mendel. Do you remember the Darwin, the the first reprint? Uh, obviously, I remember it, but I never attempted to to build it. So when when I joined the the repair project, it it was already deprecated. But I've okay. I've built a couple a uh, couple of cube machines from threaded rods, and oh my god, it 
just takes so much, <laughs> so much optimizing uh, for it to be really a cube. Yeah. And you nail it, pick it up, set it down, and yeah. it is again skewed. <laughs> I, I, I know I knew that Darwin existed, but I never really looked at it. So since it's birthday, I kind of, for the first time, really took a like, deep look at it. And the design is so funky. You know, you have the four threaded rods in each corner, and they are connected by belt, which the <laughs> the motor in one of the corners drives. I mean, it's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And I, I mean, it, it would be a cool project to, to uh, build one. Yeah. But also, you, uh, uh, on, the, on the screen next to it, you see you see one of the first slicers. Uh, but me, uh, personally, I started with Skyforge. Skyforge, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, I think anyone coming to Smurf, Sanjay Mortim Mortimer Reprap Festival, there will be one uh, Darwin built by Adam, Vector3D. That's cool. So I'm looking forward to see that. And there might be even more to the build, but I promise I won't give it away. You have to tell. You have to tell me after this. Okay, I I might tell you. <laughs> I hope Adam won't mind, but we can't tell it on the stream. You have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna quickly check the chat. So we're not missing anything. And I mean, I guess definitely worth noting that that machine is built by Dr. Adrian Boyer, the father of of three D printing, as we like to say, the the founder of RepRap. <laughs> Sounded like a freight train passing by. I, I think <laughs> I think that would be freight train. But as I mentioned, we don't have AC working here. Yeah. And we are kind of uh, bo boiling alive. <laughs> I would close the window, so that won't be bothering us. But then we would boil. So I guess it can get worse. Sometimes the train honks for like five minutes if it's waiting in a place. So I hope that doesn't happen. But yeah. OK, uh, and you uh late uh, i think it was friday last week yeah. you posted like a big uh, overview of the timeline of everything so i also received it as an email yes we we send out emails to everyone uh there are a couple of variations i saw some people uh, sharing them but we we did uh variations for everyone based on what you ordered and what you are waiting for so you don't have information which is not relevant for you. So yeah, check your email. But maybe if you if you can uh, yeah, let's. So the the assembled Mark Force those are shipping. Yes, pretty smoothly now. There was uh, a brief pause. Uh, was it the the gearbox? There was the gearbox, right? The the like the assembly process of the gearbox. Yes, but you know, but. but when you are starting starting the production of some, some, something like that, there's always, you know, a thousand little things. So we we slow down for a bit, but we are now at full speed. So, yeah, Mark IVs are now, pallets and pallets full of boxes are now coming out. So it's ramping up and it's going to be ramping up uh, even more. So that's nice. Mark for kids are starting uh, the week of June 12th. Uh, June 12th, yeah. Yes. And... Today was a special day because uh, first Excel semi-assembled kits yes were shipped yes 
Uh, oh yeah, by the way, new handles on the... I was checking out those nicer yeah. handler, hand, handles on the boxes because the boxes are kind of heavy. So yeah. it's it's nice that it has that. People were, uh, people were asking on Twitter, how long does it take to build? Yeah, uh, like... Uh, okay, so our guys can do it in 45 <laughs> minutes. I, I, I cannot do it in 45 minutes, but the guys who do it full-time can. Uh, otherwise, I would say like... Three, four hours for the first time builders. Some, you know, it will take six hours to someone building it who's watching a movie on the side, and it might take three hours to someone who is really handy and built three Mark Threes yeah. before that. Uh, I, w I would say it's on par or a little bit easier than if you if you've ever built Mark Mark Three. I would say it's, it's quicker than that because some parts are uh, pre-assembled, but then the whole thing is bigger and there are more screws, so... Yeah. Depends. So, those ships today, uh, there was kind of small batch, we will be ramping that up. Uh, so that's XL single-tool uh, semi-assembled kits. Uh, we skipped past the Mark IV upgrades. Yeah. So the full upgrade that sta starts in the week of uh, June 26th. Uh, and then the smaller upgrades, the 3.5 and 3.9, those will be uh, available around the end of July. And then we have Excel multi-tool. So uh, we will start with the dual tool printers, starting with the, you know, we started with a single tool and now we're going to the more complex and more complex stuff. And the first batch will ship in the week, June 19th, with the more tools following up. Yes. About, yeah, depending on how many tools, but about one month later after that. So, probably better to just read uh, the email if you are on backorder rather than us, uh, you know, talking over it. Uh, but I guess the highlight for us is that we did ship the semi assembled Excel today. Yeah. So that's, that's yes. nice. Yes. Uh, oh, I wonder, yeah, I was checking in before the stream. So Printables uh, has 300,998 oh <laughs> models. So we are like just 200 uh, shy of crossing 400k. So uh, that will be a nice, nice milestone. I don't think we will hit it uh, during the stream though. No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Uh, but we released, uh, we announced the, the support program, uh, the designer subscriptions on Printables. So that's very exciting. Uh, that was kind of the plan from, from the very beginning to, to make some, some variation of that. Yes, I, I, I think uh, Printables matured enough that, that we can start with this. Obviously, there will be, uh, there will be other, other ways you can do it. In the future, not just by subscribing, yeah. subscribing to the designer, supporting the designer. Yeah, right. And you know that's one of the things we we've mentioned in the release article. Please, uh, uh, it is for all all of you. So, uh, I think it would be nice if we can together pick a name for for the program. I I think the the terminology, the names, and the, you know what to put on the buttons is important because it kind of sets the mood for what's actually happening. So I, for example, would like maybe the button to be donate or support. You would have number of supporters 
something along those lines because I think that's really should be the uh, the emphasis on that that it's uh, not like uh, a store you know you're primarily supporting the designer and you might get something in return you might not you know you're you're just mainly liking the work of the designer and or artist right as Fotis would point out <laughs> not, not everyone is a designer so yeah that's one thing uh, and I, I think the major takeaway from the feedback is something you know we were aware but worth I guess reacting to is there were a lot of mentions for like single purchases rather than subscriptions yeah, yeah that but that's like a different thing that that that's what I meant that you yeah know, obviously it, it, it is a path for uh, it, it in the future but this is what we feel this is what we feel that should be the the next step yeah so that's that's I think like a whole different project even just this we were going through through it through the document of how everything should work with the team lead of printables and it took us four hours just to <laughs> just to read through the document of how things will work because what seems simple has so many uh, you know influences everywhere throughout the site you know what about licenses and you know what if a model is only for for supporters and then it becomes for free for everyone after a month what happens with the licenses like automatic transitions and it it just gets uh, more and more and more complex it, it never stops so yeah and also definitely the first version will be first version just like with everything we do and we will keep improving it based on your feedback so looking forward to that I noticed in the chat that some people had trouble uh, trouble hearing us with, with audio. Yeah, some like freeze apparently, like little. I don't is, is everything okay now? Hopefully, good. Yeah, <laughs> someone is saying call it ad supports. Which <laughs> 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 is pretty funny. <laughs> Do the XLs come with a big giant bag of Haribo? Uh, it's it's not a bag. It's it's a bucket. <laughs> It's a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully that answers your question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess we'll, we'll circle back to the to, to Q and A uh, near the end, as always. Uh, so there was one super cool thing that we posted an article about, and that's the operation that happened at the hospital in Brno. Uh, Brno being the second biggest uh, city in Czech Republic. Uh, it was kind of a breakthrough surgery uh, using our printers. So, you know, we were ex excited to find out how our printers are being used. So the patient had a really complicated uh, fracture uh, in the ankle. It's, it's the talus bone, which is, no, it, it, it's not injured that often. And when it does, it's kind of severe because it's it has poor blood supply so you know healing and everything is is complicated and typically such injuries can you know worst case end up in amputation kind of medium case end up with the ankle having to be fixed forever which is obviously really like not ideal uh, not ideal outcome or you know the patients sometimes have pains in the, in the ankle so what the team of 
associate professor, I would like to just give the proper shout out, associate <laughs> professor Milan Kratička, MD, PhD. What, what his team did is that they printed on a Mark III uh, the plastic uh, talus bone, then they made mold from it and they casted it with uh, cement and they impregnated it with antibiotics and right away they did an operation and replaced the bone with this temporary solution. Actually, let me bring up some of the pictures as I speak about it because I guess that will be uh, more interesting. I shared the article in in the chat. You already. did? Yes. Okay, awesome. Uh, no, that's not it. Wow, clicking on the smaller screen, turns out. Kind of complicated. I got it, okay. So yeah, here we can see the uh, the mold, the cement spacer mold, which was impregnated with, with the antibiotics. Uh, another use for the plastic models was then you know, this, this temporary solution has to be replaced. So, but it's kind of big and it's pretty difficult to get it in the right place. So we, we try to be careful with the, with the picture so nobody gets sick looking at it. But the, the team did a test operation uh, in, a, in a morgue. <laughs> but they, they did the operation for, for real, you know, but not, not on a patient uh, several times and they tested different sizes. Uh, and in the end, the, the selected part was printed from uh, titanium. And this was actually, you can see also the, the lattice, which the bone marrow will uh, grow into. It's, it's, it's really kind of amazing. So in the end, the operation was a success. It's like a world breakthrough on how to do this operation. And the patient has full mobility, no pain. So I think that's amazing. That is. Uh, I know I know a couple of people who had, you know, just a simple uh, break of the ankle. Uh, ankle. Yeah. But they ended up, you know, with everything being fused and... Yeah. So it is not good. Our, our uh, admiration uh, to the team in the hospital uh, in Brno. Uh, they are now working on describing the process and I think, you know, some repetitions so they can share a paper and uh, share the knowledge with, with the hospitals around the globe. So congrats on that. It's pretty amazing. Uh, do we have, let me just double check. Uh, yeah, okay, I guess the last thing on our list is we just came back from the Prusa user group meetups. Yes. That's, I guess, why maybe why you're still a little bit jet-lagged. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the, the, the meetups were amazing, even though very, very taxing. Yeah. Because uh, I, got to, I got to have a chat with, you know, 500 people over, over just a week. But yeah, I loved it. I loved it. It was so much fun, and I think uh, I think building the the offline community is so so important. Uh, it was just so cool to chat with everyone, see see your projects, and I cannot wait to do uh, not just the second round, but to do it in Europe. Oh yeah, I I totally agree with everything you said. I had I had total blast. 
chatting with everyone. I love the moment when we first did it in the meetup in San Francisco when we asked the people, you know, did anyone bring any any prints? Do you want to show it to everyone? And then suddenly like a line formed and people were sharing what they are using 3D printing for and that, oh, I quit my job and I, I make these for my living. It was really wonderful. Yes. It was... Yeah. yeah uh, you know, I, I kind of want to do, you know, a ser series of tweets of uh, how it went. But <laughs> since the moment we, we, we came back, I, I jumped, uh, I, I jumped back uh, to running the, the company head first. So yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get to. Yeah. Have a couple days. I, I came back like so energized, just like looking at everyone. So it's like the opposite of online communities a bit these days. Like everyone was just, you know, so happy that they have other people interested in the same hobby and they can and they, they can go in there in, you know, deep into, into 3D printing and the other person is like, they, they know what they're talking about. So they can get into a pretty deep conversation. So uh, it was... It was really, really nice. Yeah, and we, we, we've had engineers from a lot of big companies. Yes. I, 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 and I think I, I can't tell, tell what companies are that, but doesn't matter. It was, that was another amazing thing, just like uh, engineers from really big companies coming and just casually mentioning like, yeah, every engineer in our company has a Prusa Mini on their table. And we were like, what, what, what do you mean? Really? So. That was that was also special, and yeah, also making these connections to these companies will be nice, since we d we are working. I guess the AFS is actually getting into a really nice state. That's something for future streams. Yes, but there's been really nice nice progress on that. Yeah, but you know, pe people got a sneak peek. Last was it was it last stream? Uh, it was in front of yeah the AFS? yeah last stream was in front of the AFS. That's true. So. <laughs> Well, is saying that they, you need to put me in a cooldown pool after an event like that. Yeah, I was, I was maybe a little bit overexcited. It was just so much fun. Okay, that's that's kind of everything you want to talk talk about. This episode is a bit calmer, I guess, shorter since since we kind of just came back. So yeah. let's do some uh, some Q and A. Yes. So I I saw multiple times someone asking about the the arc overhangs if we are going to add them. Oh yeah, in Slicer. If if you go through the change logs, there is actually implementation of that. Okay. It it is not what uh, it is not exactly what uh, what, what you saw, but there there is uh, some some beginning. Interesting, interesting. Okay, I didn't know that. Cool. I know we we did try some of the like post-processing arcs and it did, wasn't working so well. It was like making some artifacts on the print where the transition happened. Or... It, it, it is one of those things where, uh, where to do a demo is not that hard. And I don't want to by any means, you know, say that it's bad or anything, yeah. but to, to put it uh, to the stage where it's production ready yeah, just like... and and works on every model as as you imagine it would it yeah. is just so so much so much more work will we set up a special section where only medical models will be shared on on, on printables that's actually an excellent idea and we we stumbled across this also on on one of the pack events 
where there were mobility assisting models presented by 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 the visitors uh, so that's definitely something we, we we need to do like there is a category but i think the naming is just a bit uh, not ideal so mm -hmm. we need to rename that and advance for you know braces and all these medical models as well uh, i also saw some questions about the mme3 so the timeline of that is also mentioned in the in Joe's update and in the email, uh, the MMU3 for the Mark III, that one is coming sooner. Uh, yeah, with, with, with all the variations of all the products uh, coming out at the same time, uh, it is quite overwhelming. So we don't want to just add, you know, to, to, we could say, hey, we are shipping this, but. Okay, uh, it's right. Yes. So the. MMU3 for Mark 3, you can check the, the date and the email or the tweet that's coming sooner. The for the Mark 4, it will come later. Or you have to pick something to 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 prioritize to finish. So that's 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 that. Uh, the MMU firmware upgrade will come with MMU3 release for for the Mark 3s because it is the, the firmware is compatible with MMU. Okay. Right. Uh, I saw uh, someone saying that uh, we need to restock more PCCF. Uh, so it was in stock Monday, <laughs> like 1500 spools. It was restocked at three o'clock in the afternoon. By eight o'clock, it was just all gone. I managed to get one spool even internally. So I know they are preparing more. Luckily, they now have uh, everything they were waiting for. The the fibers were the yeah. That, there was a problem with the carbon fiber supplier. But yeah, I, I was told that uh, it is solved and we should be able to get them yeah regularly. Can you put the Mark IV in the enclosure? Yes, uh, I think there is some uh, you know space for improvements. I mean, I I have it in the enclosure. I'm not sure if all the Parts are released, and actually the PSU mounting is the same. Yeah, it, it, it is the same. Yeah, it is the same. I, I just saw someone uh, who, who did it uh, had a concern about the cable line, but you have to unclip it from the frame, and then yeah. it's fine. I I did it just the other day, so you have to remove it from all the clips, so it's not routed, you know, to a wrong direction. But if you unclip it and move it from the bottom, it's exactly the right length so you can get the LCD out uh, yeah nozzle adapters uh, I'm not sure when the next order adapters but I think we are restocking them regularly I think yeah, yeah. They, they were if they are not available for sale now they, we, we've sold a couple thousand and I think there are new nozzle variants Oh, Just really? around the corner. Looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. I, we, will, we, we, will, we will tweet that out when it passes QC. Cool. I might have actually, now that you speak about it, I'm, <laughs> I might remember <laughs> what, what you said. I was just restocking, uh, you know, asking the, the warehouse for a nozzle X with the adapter today. So, hmm, I'll see. Maybe that won't be necessary. I don't know. Uh... Yeah, refills. I saw a couple of requests. Uh, there are some requests for more colors of the refills. So I'm sure the, the Prussian guys are monitoring that. 
We'll see. We'll see what they come up with. Yeah, we have uh, we have new lines on on the way, so then we can add more. Yes. Uh, yeah, and I guess we can tackle also this one. That's like really popular question is uh, since minis are so on the on the body platform, what about input shaping? Thing the we don't have like uh, we don't know if it will be possible yet. The 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 mini, even though it has STM thirty two, uh, the you know same range of chips. Uh, we are not sure if we can make everything work on it together. But what what is definitely happening is that Mark IV, Excel and Mini, all of them will have uh, same same firmware. Yeah. Yeah, so for, for the XL it's obviously yes, uh, for input shaping, for the Mini, I, I think everyone in the team wants to try at least try it, but I don't think we're yet sure if it will be possible, or maybe in some limited, you know, implementation, we don't know, but definitely on our radar and we will definitely try it, and if you can hear it, that's another train passing by, so that's what's <laughs> happening. Uh, and I guess we can end it up with uh, selecting our favorite uh, prints from our Twitter contest. So I have three of them ready here. Uh, I would like to maybe, if you have a printables account, uh, the, we'll do the Prushaminers uh, for one spool for you. Uh, the current system was a bit of a, was a, bit of a hassle. So new prizes are you get three hundred and fifty Prusa meters for uh, for uh, your Prusa your printables account. If we pick, yes. So the third place goes to Bobby Harris with uh, these funny resistor uh, <laughs> handles, <laughs> which are just so great. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I mean. Uh, there's not, even a diode. I didn't notice that before. <laughs> but I, I'm not. I'm not sure if if you are nowadays learning electronics. If you even, I mean, do people even start with through hole components now, or they just you know order a, a PCB you know Red which comes in, in, in three days and they just populate it oh. with SMT. Wow, I don't know because because on SMT you know you don't you don't have these color yeah. bands. But I remember. I remember struggling many times. You know, Looking up the table of what yeah, value this resistor yeah, is. Yeah, and then, is this, is this this color? Yeah. Or that yeah, color? That's true, actually. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes <laughs> it's like, is this yeah. one? And the, the difference can be major, right? Like, is this 1K or is this 100K resistor? Yes. But also, at the same time, if you... Uh, if you mess it up... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Removing through all components is... Uh, bit more complex yeah. than SMT, SMT resistors, but I love this. On second place, we have Ozid the Artist with a replacement jaw for a clamp. Mm -hmm. So nice application. Uh, it's, I think, from Flex. I think Ozzy was uh, a bit salty about us sometimes not picking uh, practical parts for, for these winners. We, we pick them, it's just whatever we, we like that, that stream. I think I saw also in the chat earlier. Yeah, okay. Congratulations. Congrats. And the first place is uh, David Henston for trying out something cool. I really like this. Uh, you know, forcing the supports to go to the side to stabilize the print. 
by putting a little little rectangle on the on the plate. Smart. It, it is super nice hack, and I was actually sending this to slash t. Yeah, I, I know that the they already like. This was, you know, in the thought process when they were implementing it, and it was actually something that took quite a bit of time. So there's at least some sort of stabilization already happening in the algorithm. But this is just really cool hack, and it's so easy, kind of, kind of ingenious. Yeah, the 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 idea. Uh, if I should quickly explain it to people, it, nor normally under the flute you would have supports going mo mostly down, but if if you force it with the model uh, beneath it, it is more stable, basically, as a tripod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good effort. I'm going to uh, give it a B plus. The, the, you know, the picture makes <laughs> yeah, more yeah, sense. Yeah, the picture makes more sense. That's right. Yeah, so congrats uh, on the idea. We just really like that you tried something new, something ingenious. So that's, that's why you win. OK, all right. I think that that's it for today. We're gonna make it a little bit shorter, and with the mm. next one, I think the studio might already be in much better shape. Uh, so we might, we might try to do some more changes. Yeah. So maybe. maybe. So make sure that uh, you will watch us next time. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.